0: What's up, y'all? I'm Leon Frierson, former cast member from Nickelodeon's All That, and co host to the Prime Nostalgia podcast. And I'm here to ask you to join me in watching The Michael Finkley Show weekly on YouTube. Now, I've been on the show, so I definitely know it's a platform where you'll be educated, informed, and inspired. Now, don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you on
1: YouTube.
2: Welcome to the Michael Finkley Show. Thank you for joining us today. It's good to see you. So, y'all, I'm just having so much fun with this awesome flashback Finkley week. It's just amazing to to reminisce and, you know, just to go back and see the guests and the impact with their words and their experiences and their knowledge. It's just been amazing to see. And so we're going forth on this awesome Wednesday with Leon Frierson. Leon, you may remember him from Nickelodeon's all of that. Okay, all that, <laughs> all that, right? And again, he brought laughs and cheer into our homes every Saturday night on Nickelodeon. Over this time frame, from interviewing him to the present moment, he's become a very, very cool friend of mine, and. You know it's just amazing to to have him and and also just to hear how he is still progressing with his own endeavors in life just amazing so i hope that you enjoy this interview so don't you go away back, like y'all let's rewind back in the future this week is flashback finkley week we're looking back on some amazing shows from season one Come on, let's reminisce together. Next thing, wait. Looking for a mentoring program for your young male between the age of 6 and 18 in Columbia, South Carolina? Well, look no further. Big Homie Little Homie Mentoring Program is the program for you. Under the leadership of Mr. Jamal Stroud, Big Homie Little Homie is a 503 nonprofit organization that caters and mentors at rich youth that come from single parent homes. The organization caters to young males between the ages of 6 and 18 within the Greater Columbia area. The organization is devoted to shaping and molding their life into great men of society. Big Homie Little Homie organizes male gatherings, discussions, and even educational assistance devoted to guiding and leading them into a positive light. Making a positive attitude will help in transforming their life, regardless of what is experienced in life. For more information on Big Homie Little Homie Mentoring Program, visit our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. hi i'm thomas anthony jones you might know me from good trouble or this is us i encourage you to watch the michael pinkley show on broken tv and on youtube don't forget to subscribe welcome back to the michael pinkley show now, the person you see beside me, you may recognize him. I'm telling you. He may have grown just a little bit. If you um tuned in to the show all that, like I did growing up on Saturday nights on Nickelodeon, you recognize him. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Mr. Leon Frierson. Leon, hey, thank you so much for everybody being with us yes, today. Leon Frierson.
0: <laughs> Man, thank you for that intro. Much appreciated. Hopefully, you guys do remember me. Uh, like you said. Uh, all that seasons four through six so I was with some of the ogs Kennedy mm-hmm. Hill were on my season so make sure I'm lumped in with them all right well,
2: yeah we're gonna lump you in bro <laughs> we're gonna lump you in we appreciate you for being on and again you made our Saturday nights when growing up you know we tuned into all of that um and just wanted to see okay how they gonna make us laugh this week and you mm-hmm. did successfully um so Thanks. Leon did you know that you always wanted to be in front of a camera? Did
0: I know that I? Mm, you know what? I always knew that I uh, I was a natural entertainer to the people around me. You know, mm-hmm. people uh, growing up, I think four or five years old, I was always dancing. My my dad was always the guy. Oh, get up! I'll give you a dollar. You dance for the whole family, right? Or we have a uh, we'll have dance battles and talent shows. You know, at family gatherings, and I was always, you know, I was always the star. You know, at least mm-hmm. at the at the house. Um, and then, you know, my the vision really came from my mom though, who mm-hmm. um, made sure that there was some direction and professionalism attached to it. Right. So she got me in the classes real early and she was uh she was the one that really
2: pushed me to to take advantage of my talents. Gotcha, gotcha. And those talents took you far. So what was your first paid gig like? Was it a commercial? Ooh. Was it something local? It was something local. I think it
0: was um it was like a, a Christmas Santa it was it was a commercial for a theme park called Santa's Village out here in Southern California it was what it mm-hmm. is it's it's somewhat famous uh, at least around Christmas time because we don't get any real snow right so they do offer snow and other like Christmas type of atmosphere mm-hmm. and so I was just a a, a kid enjoying the park I might have been seven years old and uh coming from San Diego it seemed like a huge gig but looking back, it was pretty meager.
2: <laughs> but it got me started, you know? <laughs> I got you. I got you. And then that led to other things. So how did the opportunity to be on all that come about? Hmm. So
0: so uh, early on in my career, I, I got an agent. I think around you know, seven or eight years old, right before that gig, right? Right before Santa's Village, um, hmm. I got an agent. And I was driving back and forth from uh, San Diego to go to auditions in LA. Uh, mm-hmm. I was about I was about ten years old when um, I, I got the call for that show. Um, mm-hmm. So I had been auditioning for two or three years uh, sporadically, um, but I was a big fan of all that, mm-hmm. <laughs> huge fan yeah. of obviously Keenan. I mean, just the the trampoline alone, right? <laughs> right. The atmosphere, <laughs> the musical guests, um, and so I mean, leading up to that audition. I have been doing a lot of work, Mm -hmm. uh, for a con for a housing grace conservatory here in Los Angeles. Um, So I have been training and getting up my skills. I was pretty funny, and I went in there with a couple impressions at ten years old, and they were impressed by my impressions. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it was. I will say it was one of the auditions I took way seriously things that I was called for and an inability to to get on the show.
2: Oh, that is so great. Oh my gosh. And so that first time you're on the, you're on the stage, your first show, describe that feeling. All that? Yeah.
0: Ooh, man. You know what? It's, I took it for granted to be honest at that age at 10 years old, because I felt like I, you know, I had, I had some success leading up to it and I, I wish I uh, I wish I was just a little bit more mature. Obviously, I was only ten, right? Of and I could have really took it in. But yeah. what I just remember is because um, one of my first, uh, well, coming onto the show, they they made it look like I was just an audience member that got selected. I remember. <laughs> so I, I I had to deal with that of one people just thinking that I got literally selected from the audience. But then one of my first skits was. Um, was with Keenan. It was the Tooth Fairy uh, skit. It was my very first week on the show, and it's totally intimidating. Um, you know, playing opposite Keenan. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's uh, improvising, you know, off the top of his dome, and I'm just trying to get my lines down, right? I'm just trying to make sure I deliver them. And so I just remember being extremely nervous, and him being, uh, you know, very comforting and like ushering me to to feel like part of the cast. He was re- yeah. really Great, and he he pulled me along. Let's mm-hmm. see, like it's no secret. I was 10 years old, I was a baby. These guys made me look good up there
2: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. And for those two seasons, um, what was it like every day just coming on the, the set and you know trying to make persons laugh and you know the environment of your team members back then?
0: Oh, three seasons four, five, and six. So three seasons, okay. <laughs> give me my credit no,
2: i got you bro <laughs> i got you
0: uh, and when you say my team members you mean like castmates yes mm-hmm. okay so well, i'll say like um being in school because we because obviously we were so young you know um there was a uh, me amanda danny Tambrelli. oh sorry that's my kids no
2: you're <laughs> you fine
0: you're fine <laughs> so it was a uh, so yeah we were in school a lot. Me, uh, Amanda, Danny Tamborelli. we were like the only underage ones. So, uh, and also had a a nanny on set. Okay. Um, so it was, you know, I, I still felt like a kid in a lot of ways. It was like a big playground. It's mm-hmm. a lot of different from uh, being on the Nickelodeon and all that set than being on, let's say, NCIS or, you know, one of those more straight-laced sets. So mm-hmm. I still, I think, I, I still had the the regular growing up life is as regular as it could be on on that particular set and you know we just played I never really thought of myself as that funny or a a comedian at that time I just was more a professional actor that could deliver the lines and did it well for a person his age but uh, I didn't look at myself as that funny back then I was just kind of always played like the bad kid you know (laughs) I was just being myself (laughs) Um, but I had a lot of fun. That's all I could really say about uh, about set, as far as uh, Amanda and, and Danny and the younger ones. But trying to trying to uh, find my way with the Nick Cannons, the Keenans, the Kells, the Joshes, the Lori Best, some of our older cast members. I just looked up to them and and hoped to be able to be involved in the business on on the on their level. They they did a lot of pitching um, pitching skits and. And, and improving, that was and so I always just looked up to them and wanted to own my craft and get better. So one day I could be as successful as them. And it was a great learning experience coming up under them, for sure.
2: I can only imagine around mm-hmm. all that talent just soaking on in like a sponge. I, right. I can only imagine that. What do you think about the reboot recently?
0: I love the reboot. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, uh, Gabrielle Lex, um, the guy that plays Ariana Grande, slips my mind right now. But they have some very classic new additions in the uh, in the reboot that mm-hmm. I love, and I just love the spirit of the kids. I I, I have visited the set mm-hmm. uh, for the reboot, and it had like almost the same feeling of just kind of everyone hanging out. So it was awesome. It was awesome, and obviously, Kel, executive producing now. Yep. Uh, so. But to have him around I still seen Kevin and uh, Heath, some of the old guys that used to be there include all the way down to like the makeup people they're like oh we remember you I'm like wow that's you amazing
3: guys, <laughs> you guys
0: stuck around too bad I couldn't stick around no, <laughs> <laughs> but um no I love the reboot and like I said uh, the kids on there are great and shout out to Aria as well i'm gonna be linking up with her in atlanta in a few months so <laughs> oh that's what's up
2: that's what's yeah. up awesome terrific so after life after all that you know mm. what happened what happened after all that
0: what you saying i fell off no i
2: ah uh, nah, bro life <laughs> after you sense. know because we know things can't can't last forever Not So, last forever. What, what happened so
0: um directly after all that i spent um, a number of years i continued to audition Mm-hmm. Um, I continue to land a couple gigs. I think one of the the biggest I got after was like the Bernie Mac show. Mm-hmm. I did oh, an episode of Boston Public and uh, a couple other little things. um but I was very interested in um rapping, dancing <laughs> uh i also, I started a, a, a bunch of crews uh w- with friends from high school, and I really just indoctrinated in just being a teenager. That I think that was a goal for not only me, but also my family to make sure that if if uh, I didn't want to continue to act professionally, that I had the freedom to just kind of let it go. And that's actually what happened for me for a couple of years. And then I got uh, bored and came back. I think that's when I I got Boston Public. I was like 17. But like between, I would say 13 and 17, I took a good break, man. I okay. think I needed it um, and just kind of lived life. But I did continue. To uh, be at uh, Amazing Grace Conservatory, I did plays like, uh, I was Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I was Whoa. Curtis and Dreamgirls. Um, I, I played, uh, I was the lead in Prodigal Son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, I, I continue to still own my craft, uh, keeping up my, my ability to perform and uh, improvise. Yeah, I, I'm pretty good on my toes and that's, and that's what I wanted to make sure that I, I kept that up. In addition to music, singing, I, I did dancing background. I have a lot of different. I'm a jack of all trades. Look yeah, at that's me. amazing. Triple though. threat. Yeah, <laughs> triple that's threat. Though. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I took a break from. I would say. You know the the quote unquote professional side, and I did some more amateur gigs and independent art, um, and, and including music, and, and then um, yeah, I went to Howard University uh, for a, for a couple years. Uh and, and then came back, got a AA at home online. So I didn't finish at Howard because it was crazy up there. It was fun. I had a lot of fun nights at a Drew Hall. What's up to all my on my bison homies? Uh I had a lot of you. memorable times there. Uh and then um, you know, I, I got two kids now. So mm-hmm. and, and I guess we can get into a, what I'm doing exactly right now, or is, is that cool? Or, or are we just sticking to right after all that?
2: <laughs> right, but you kind of jumping ahead of me, Leon. But oh, when yeah, we come back, back though, <laughs> when we come back, though, Leon, we're gonna <laughs> talk about family life and also current projects that you're working on. Coming up, what's Leon working on next? Well, he tells us what. We'll be right back.
3: Hey everybody! My name is Arthur Vernon R. Matthews Jr. I just wrote a new book called Family Tides and I also want to say a special shout out to one of the kids that I mentored and has got his own TV show on Roku, Michael Finkley, and this is one hundredth episode. So if you guys want to really hear about this book and see what's going on, check out Mike Finkley on the Finkley Show.
0: And she is a multitasker. She is a wife, a mom. She is city councilwoman. She Yeah.
1: When I was growing up, mom worked outside the house. And so my dad was an entrepreneur. I saw him leaving early in the morning or late at nights to go meet with clients. And he was always one who told me, you know, if you show up on time, you're late. I just admire how she's able to not only juggle the
3: demands of her jobs, but keep her family really first. The outstanding thing about the Isaac family is their noble contributions to improving the quality of life for our Colombians and people all over this state.
1: I, Tamika Isaac, do Solomon swear.
0: Discharge the duties thereof, so help me God. So help me God. Congratulations
1: and <laughs> thank I first ran because I saw a need, I saw a void that needed to be filled, a voice uh, that wasn't there. And over the last several years, I feel like I've been able to be that voice. So often as women in whatever spaces that we're in, um, we are often discounted because we're a mom or we're a wife or we have this career and she's an everyday woman who shows women what excellence looks like.
0: She has walked the walk of being a small business person, of being a parent, of sending her kids to school.
1: Columbia is a great place, and we have done a lot in the last few years as far as law enforcement. But law enforcement can't do everything, nor should it do everything. We have to really expand upon the tools, technology, and community policing investing in our communities uh, so that law enforcement is a partner with our communities. Being a Colombian native, I've seen the way this city has grown. It's grown to the point that sometimes not everybody's been a part of that growth. I wanna make sure that communities, specifically communities of color, make sure that they are part of Columbia's present and its future. I want to have a climate plan for this city that not only helps us be sustainable, but also helps provide opportunities for folks in the workforce. There are so many opportunities to take advantage of technology, uh, green energy. I wanna be advocate for growing our city and being on the forefront not just looking at what other cities are doing and following them but being the leader
2: if you don't have the right leadership you're going to miss a lot of opportunities
1: i think
0: having a woman as mayor of the city of columbia is long overdue
1: i'm tamika isaac devine and i'm running for mayor of the city of columbia It's your girl Trineice from American Idol, and I am encouraging you to tune in to the Michael Finkley show on Roku TV and YouTube. Help me, help me, help me.
2: Everybody, welcome back to the Michael Finkley show. We're still chatting with Leon Fryerson from all of that. I'm telling you, we're having some good old times and good old laughs here. So, Leon, you are a family man. You're a family man. I am.
0: Man. You got children and stuff. Talk about,
2: talk about your babies.
0: So I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old, Ethan and Jordan, respectively. Uh, they're two different people. They're mm. two different personalities. So it's teaching me a lot about life because, you know, life is so narcissistic, right? You, you're so focused on your own your own view, your own perspective. Like just last night, this a little tangent, I was watching the Laker game. I, I was telling my friend, I'm like, if I didn't come over here, you think all of this would have happened? This is because I'm here right now, right? But um, <laughs> having two little kids just teaches you how, you know, how different life can be for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I can already see the two different paths happening for Ethan and Jordan. So I'm just doing my best to, you know, co- cultivate them towards their best themselves right making sure that they're being themselves and succeeding the best that they can they're still young obviously i'm thinking like way ahead <laughs> but uh um, well, you have you to know, start now though right parenting is a lot yeah. of planning right you have to see the vision for your kids uh and much like my mom saw it for me you know she, um she helped me out a lot so i want to make sure that i'm there for them in that way um and yeah, it, it, but most of all it's it's just a lot of fun, you know, just learning every day and getting through the what they think is the worst trial and tribulations. Boy, this ain't nothing, you <laughs> You know what our ancestors did back in the day when I, I used to walk to school, right? That's what my you know mom's stories. Do. <laughs> Through the snow, hundred miles. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm gonna have those uh, stories for him when they crying about the iPad. Boy, we used to be have a Nintendo. Had to blow it. <laughs> we right? had to.
2: We had to dial up. You don't know nothing about good stuff. Oh, that noise! That- <laughs> oh my gosh, that- it was right? so bad. Um, so yeah, it was um, so bad.
0: <laughs> so bad. I i remember those (laughs) those nights on aol um but yeah so i think yeah just just preparing them uh for for the real issues that will come to them later is my you know obviously my main goal as a parent but having fun every day as much as we can is uh, something that we try to we try to keep at the forefront for sure
2: yeah definitely and i understand too i'm not a father yet i'm an uncle but i'm not a father yet um does it make you grounded does it keep you grounded do they yeah
0: yeah i mean them uh and then also you know you, you realize you just can't you can't be so is the word felonious with your time uh yeah you, you got to make sure that you're always being productive right and then always showing up and um just being accountable in general right because you want to set in a good example for them and then also you have to provide for them and that takes a certain level of accountability is what i was thinking about Uh, but and that brings on humility right because you know everyone not everyone has to answer to someone but there are certain rules that you have to play in these games to make sure that you are um you know being successful in general so i think that kind of brings on humility because it's not just about you and what you want to Mm -hmm. do you have to you have a a bigger goal um that you're always focused on and that's pretty much all i focus on is is them and and any whatever i can do to bring value to myself because things like this you know they make me feel better which makes them ultimately get a better me (laughs) because so thank you for taking some time out of course
2: yeah Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Would you encourage them go to go into show business? Hmm. Right. Uh,
0: if they had the talent, yeah, if they had the talent, I would, I would encourage it because obviously you don't want to bottle up your talent or feel like there's something inside of you that you didn't pursue. Right. Um, Mm. and, um, uh, yeah, it's all about making sure you're instilling that, that belief in them that they can achieve their goals if that is something they want to do. But I would never pressure them or really even suggest it. It it wouldn't be uh, something that I would really press upon them. But if they had a natural talent, I would definitely uh, want to uh, have them chase it
2: or, or cultivate it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I get you. And Leon, you mentioned, too, that you have so many other talents, right? Your dance, your rap, uh, (laughs) improv, all that kind of good stuff. Do you love the stigma of Leon from all that? You know, I've
0: recently learned to embrace it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I think when I was trying to to chase the music and I still do music now, I still write Mm -hmm. uh, at least. Uh, I think I wanted to shake the stigma for, for a couple, you know, for, for some years and in, in, mm-hmm. in those uh, transitional years, um, in general, I think Nickelodeon has a little bit of a corny stigma, right? If it, depending on who you're talking to, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, but the show, all that, I would say dodges that stigma a lot, right? <laughs> Cause all that is different from, uh, Alan Strange shout out to my boy RJ <laughs> we were, we were that just talking too. about <laughs> we were just talking about it but you may have a little bit different stigma coming yeah. from the show like all that but in general you know in high school when they're like oh that's that Nickelodeon kid you know it's like mm-hmm. nah bro I'm tough too but I really wasn't no, I wasn't
2: <laughs> <laughs> I play the part though
0: so i think i think for some years i did want to shake the stigma but nowadays i'm doing everything i can to embrace the brand nickelodeon uh you know just children in in entertainment in general um i love to entertain people of all ages and um I, i think there's value uh in in uh being part of the nickelodeon brand obviously there is so uh nowadays as a you know a Mature thinking adult. I just you just take advantage of everything that you got, right? <laughs> of
2: course, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Uh, what are some things you're working on current day? So uh, connected somewhat to
0: all that, um, I brought back Lee Roy and Fuzz as Lee Boy and Fuzz.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I, I did about 20 episodes for season one. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna be dropping season two soon. Uh right probably around the elections. We're pretty politically uh charged on yes, the show. At least I so uh we try to keep it light or you know, you know what I'll say is that the all the um everything that is expressed on the show is not necessarily Lee Boy, right? It's not necessarily mm-hmm. me, but it is, you know, views that I see or that I, I read about. And so there's a dichotomy between me and Fuzz, where it's um you know people from this side and people from that side, whatever side you you know however you want to label them. I'll just label it CNN mm-hmm. and Fox, right? <laughs> 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 so uh, I'm CNN, he's Fox, and we're kind of right. talk about uh, oh what a combination different uh, <laughs> situations, you know, because I watch yeah. both, and you gotta you gotta be studied up on both. So yeah, uh, definitely come check us out, and then. Uh, check me out on Lee Boy and Fuzz season two, like I said, coming soon. And then I also do a, a podcast, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we interview we interview stars from Nickelodeon. We recently had the all that Zoom reunion. There was about 15 yes, cast members. I saw yes. that. Including Kel, which was mm-hmm. awesome. Josh, Gabrielle from the Reboot, uh, and others, every all the relaunch all-stars. I can't name all of you. Christy, everybody, everybody. Shout out to you. Love y'all, man. They, they know i love y'all so uh we just did that on the podcast um like i said we have rj coming up uh we've got some some great uh some great interviews coming up that i don't want to put out now just in case they don't come you know how people mm-hmm. play they gonna come. Yeah, I, I showed up i showed up
2: though. Right? you showed up but they're gonna come too <laughs> they're gonna come too they're
0: gonna come <laughs> but uh, you just don't yeah don't jinx yourself right <laughs> but um but yeah so Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Look us up on YouTube, on Instagram. Uh, we got a lot of great in- interviews that we've done and things coming up. And we also have a Patreon. So uh, it's very enjoyable content. Definitely uh, a bunch of nerd culture when it comes to nostalgia back to the mm-hmm. 90s and the 2000s and some 80s. Mm-hmm. And we also sprinkle in Michael Jackson and all kind of live performances. Anything it. nostalgia is all in there. So come mm-hmm. check us
2: out there. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I love to end my sessions with encouraging words. What would you say to your younger self of the things you know of now? Because I know someone's out there, they're wanting, they're looking up to you, right? And they're wanting to be you in a sense. So what encouraging words would you say to your younger self, that things that you've learned as an adult? Mm,
0: I think one thing I just told myself the other day on Instagram is, um, <laughs> I told myself, and I, this is literally what, what I did on a post. Uh, I said, excuse me while I try to motivate myself. And I said, expense your dreams, Don't and, but don't live at the expense of your dreams. <laughs> I tried to, <laughs> wait, don't, oh man, now I got to bring it up. Uh, <laughs> but the moral of the story, right, mm-hmm. is you got to fund yourself. Nobody's going to do it. Nobody's going to do anything for you. And, and funding could be monetarily, it could be your time, it could be your research, it could be, uh, you know, the time spent, um, you know, learning a craft. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta make sure that you are investing in yourself because nobody's gonna invest more in you than you are for yourself. Right. Uh, and so I, I've learned that, um, you know, over the years, hoping and praying and wishing for handouts. Mm-hmm. Um, hoping for connections to come back and not to get dark uh, and not necessarily casting this on anyone from the all that cast or anything like that. And, uh, I, Cause I know tons of people, tons of people that got money, anything they could give. Right. Right. Um, but it, it's up to you to one speak up for yourself and to go out there and get it. Um, and, and so I, I try to apply that every day. I try to mm-hmm. wake up and make sure I get at least one thing done. right? And I try to live that as an example uh, for my kids to, so they can see that whatever they want to do is possible, as long as they're willing to put in the work. So yeah, work, work, work. Work, um, work, work. Yeah, work. and expend, expense your own dreams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Work, Don't live at the expense of your dreams. I gotcha. You, want, you need sure. to fund yourself and have yeah. fun. <laughs> Most of all, and make sure, okay, and then one last thing, make sure whatever you choose to do is something that you want to do and have fun doing it, man, because uh, I love to talk, and that's why I'm like, as soon as you reach out to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. So whenever it's talking, I'm going to be there, and that's mm-hmm. what I love to do. So make sure that your you know, your, your actions align with your actual dreams, and, yeah. and don't just sacrifice for for what someone else has for you you know what i mean because life is way too short that comes to your spouse that comes to your job that comes to uh you know your whatever is keeping you up at night just mm-hmm.
2: just get up and get it done that's it that's it i love it how can they find me on social media
0: so on socials you can find me at lee Boy tv that's on instagram that's on twitter also, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Lee Boy TV. And don't forget about leboy and Fuzz coming soon.
2: Don't do forget it. And all your information is in the description below. Leon, thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Michael Finkley, my guy. <laughs>
1: It's your girl Trinece from American Idol, and I am encouraging you to tune in to the Michael Finkley show on Roku TV and YouTube. I'll be, I'll
2: be, I'll be Need a little motivation. Timothy Clifton is with us every week on
3: Mondays to get your week started with a little motivation. All here on the Michael Finkley Show. I'm just not college material. I am tired of school. I'm just not sure what I want to do after graduation. Sound familiar? Welcome to the Prelo Educational Institute. Our focus is to help young people prepare for life after high school. It's never too early to start planting the seed for education, career, and life overall. The Prelo Educational Institute is made up of the following two products. The first product is the book titled, I Ain't Going to College, A Guide for Life After High School. This is the first book of a series that introduces middle and high school students to a young man struggling to find his way and make the decision about whether attending college is the right choice for him or not. The book has questions inside, and a supplemental curriculum can also be purchased. The newest product from the Prelo Educational Institute is our online course titled Preparing for Life After High School. In this course, students will learn about decision-making, self-confidence, accountability, self-awareness, and many other topics that speak to social-emotional learning. Young people will read a story about a young man who never gave up no matter what the circumstances were. The course is interactive and has questions, quizzes, and video. Do not wait until your child or student is a senior in high school to start planning. Enroll today. To enroll and learn more, please visit www.SpeakerAuthorMarlow.com
2: Calling all TRIO, GEAR UP, JAG, and other college readiness organizations. Hello everybody, it's Finkley with the Finkley Experience. I am here to offer you information about our College Readiness Cohort Series. This College Readiness Series includes college applications, SAT, ACT prep, scholarships, financial aid, the mental mind state, HBCU versus PWI versus technical colleges, and so much more.
1: You know, this is helpful because it's actually like making me change my college plan. <laughs> really? If you're
2: interested, visit our website, thefinklyexperience.com or just email us at michael at We're looking forward to working with you.
0: What's up? What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Toby. You know me from Sister Act Two, Mr. O, oh, Happy Day, and the hit R&B group City High. I'm welcoming everybody to join and in, tune into the Michael Finkley Show on YouTube and also on the Greater Works Network on Roku TV. Don't forget to subscribe.
2: Y'all, let's rewind back in the future. This week is Flashback Finkley Week. We're looking back on some amazing shows from season one. Come on, let's reminisce together. Next thing, Blake. welcome back to The Michael Vinkley Show. You know, I'm going to ask you, what did you learn? Were you informed? What you educated? Were you inspired? And let's have a conversation below. Again, Leon you were awesome back then and you're still awesome to this day thank you for being our guest way back then and an awesome friend today thank you so much y'all we're ending the week off this friday with flashback Finkly week who do we have mm-hmm. you gotta stay in. you gotta tune in all right you gotta tune in for it all right i promise you awesome treat if you haven't already please subscribe to our youtube channel michael Finkley show ring the bell for the notification we'll see you in an email saying hey new content's uploaded Please listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for up-to-date information about what we do here at The Michael Finkley Show, please visit our website at michaelfinkleyshow.com Thank you so much for watching. And guess what? We'll see you Friday. Have a good one.